check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host. We are here with Dina Lockwood for part two of the interview that you need to hear. So your whole family Mm -hmm. in Florida, Uh tell us where the part about the starting of when when your other part of the family was uh, selling car tags before you. Oh yeah, they've been doing this forever. That that they're in actually um, Orlando. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the reason why I'm a- asking her about that is because, you know, some families are supportive and some families are not. And for your family to say, you know what, I remember me and you having lunch one day and you were telling me about it and everything. And she said that one of your family members was like, do this. And you were like, oh, not at first. You were, you yeah. were like, no, 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 no. But they were supportive and saying they were bringing you into the business. They were. And I couldn't, I honestly could not have done it without them. They really you know, kind of took me in and gave me that confidence that I needed yes. to where it was like, that okay, you can do it. I can do this. I can, and they were pushing, you know, like you can do this. Come on, you can do this. And, yeah. And, and the so, legacy, they literally basically had already built a family legacy, Yeah, but they helped you to build an individual legacy. They did. Okay. They did. For your family. Right. And that's the, that, that's what I want to touch on is that the, you and Chris, Built a legacy that your kids will be proud of um, forever, and your girls can say, you know, my mom. When times got tough, yeah. my mom helped my dad. My mom saw a need and didn't want us to go without. So that individual legacy that you've built, they're going to see work ethic in you. Right. They're going to see, you know, confidence in you. You taught them. I sold both of their daughters a house. And let me tell you something. They love their mother. Mm-hmm. But they respect mm-hmm. her for the grind in you. Yeah. Uh, you know, showing them houses and talking to them. Mm-hmm. We get to have conversations when you're not there. <laughs> they really respect her. And I, I challenge every mom out there, no matter if you are staying at home or if you to take care of the family or if you are career mom, you know, n- neither one of them is better than, you know, the other. But I will say is that for the stay-at-home moms, you know, please show some kind of way uh, girls, you know, work ethic in some kind of form. Well, even volunteering at the schools. I mean, it gets you out. Yes. You know, you, you feel, you really do get that sense of, you know, you're all kind of like, you know, with the PTA, you're throwing ideas off of each other and, yes. and coming up. And it's, it's fun. You know, you have a good time and, and the school needs volunteers. When so. you, okay, so when you stayed at home, mm-hmm. can you say, touch on the part of, you know, was there times that you felt the loneliness of, the, that the world was going on without you? I did at first. Okay. I did. But well, uh-huh. I had two, you know, two babies within, you know. A year, so you were real, <laughs> yeah, you were real I busy. I had my hands full. Yes. Um. But then, you know, once they got, you know, a little a bit, age. it was like maybe two or three, we would go out and, you know, yes. go to mommy me classes and stuff yes. like that. And then when they got into school, that's when I really felt where 
I got to, you know, we, I became a girl, I was a Girl Scout leader and uh-huh. I coached cheerleading and I really just wanted to be involved because I was so, my parents right. had been working since I was 16. Yes. And not that, yes. let me tell you, staying at home is, I'm not saying that's not work. No, that no, was hard no, work. no. But it's so. You're not saying that. You know, you're, it's so. Um, rewarding. Yeah, it's absolutely so rewarding. And then, but you're by yourself too. So, yes. you know, you want to have a little bit of conversation yes. or, you know, feel just keep, you know, cause you know, yeah. you sit there with the babies and you're teaching them all this stuff. You're reading the books and, you and you're, sac- yeah, and you're sacrificing for that right. child, that young child. But the problem I'm seeing, you know, the more I talk to stay at home moms, mm-hmm. they feel like they've lost their self. I can see that. They've yeah, lost their self and, and lost their way. And even though they, they, they don't regret, mm-hmm. The decision of being at home and being able to connect with their child, but I'm talking on the individual end, right. they feel like they've lost their self or and self worth is not there. Um, having a personal uh, identity, yeah. uh, just truly a true identity outside of their husband. Uh, I had one friend tell me she said I felt like I was in the shadow yeah. of my husband, and I felt like. When I would go out and a, a group of women would get together, mm-hmm. she, it, I guess the group that she was around at that time, everybody worked. So mm-hmm. she said, yeah, honestly, I couldn't offer anything to the conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so she was like, and she said that made it even harder right. because I felt like, what do I have to offer to the world? Not to the kids because right. she's offering to yeah. the, her family. And that's where I said, don't let your life be in vain that you do have to have an individual volunteering individual legacy yourself so that you don't fall in that, you know, no self-worth. Yeah. You know, cause I can't imagine I've never been, I've been like when I had Adrian, I took some time off, mm-hmm. but I've never been like a stay at home mom yeah. full time. I would be so bored. Yeah, it, I but mean, after you, you to, do everything for the kid, yeah, and and that takes up so much of your time, and yes. it, it does, and that's why you have to if you go out and you volunteer and you kind of get involved and find stuff to do. And a so, lot of husbands will say, you know, um, they're driving me crazy because when I come home, they're you know they're chattering, and I just need a quiet time, you know. And I and I see both sides of it. Right. I see the side of well, I'm making the sacrifice for my family. But I still need interaction, yeah, you know. Right. But on the other end, I do understand a man's side of it is okay. I've been dealing with this world all day long, you know. I just need quiet time, right? Because I have my days of just need. When I walk in, the first ten minutes, I'm like, oh, I yeah. don't want to be a wife or a mother. Yeah. You know? Did you go through that of when Chris walked in the door? Yeah, well, most of the time, but like I said, I, I really did keep But you busy, volunteered a lot. And I, I had, I, I really did have, um, we had a group of friends, like, yes. okay, so we had our labor class, our labor and delivery class, we all yes. kept in touch. Yes. And so we all had babies the same age, so we were all kind of going through the same, you see, know, the same see, thing. See, even though that she was at home, do you see, she still was working. <laughs> I was never home. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, that's what I was about to say, you were never home. Yeah, You're like, okay, so once your kids got big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, older and all that kind of stuff. What made you step up the game? Because I think a lot, a lot of moms out there that have got older kids, yeah, they're struggling with that because they put everything into yes. those kids. You know, once they get to, t- yeah. you know, high school. I know Adrian. 
Adrian didn't want to hang out with us, you know. And so it's like we stay in our kids' personal life longer right. because we don't have a personal life. Yeah. Can you touch on that? Did you ever go through that? Well, like at, once they got bigger? At that point, I had started when they were, it was probably, it was around, they were 11, 12 when I had, when I had started my business. Right. So at that point, you know, I knew, I just saw how hard Chris was working and I knew, you know, he's in good shape. He's yes. in great shape. Um, yes. He works out and he takes care of himself and he's, he right. rolls around and he takes classes. But um, at that point, I knew that. What he's doing, it's, uh-huh. you're not going to be able to continue doing that. Do you, you know, know I just said that the other day? Yeah. I said, I don't think women think of if a man is caring all of that, even when they have a desk job, the yeah. lifespan. You've got to think of that lifespan of the stress. They're trying to care, yeah. carry everything. And then the lifespan, if they're so bogged down with especially with a manual labor like him yeah you have to think about you know if i can go out here and even work a part-time job right. you know the lifespan's gonna be longer the memories i'm gonna have more memories we're gonna be together whatever you have to think about those things yeah. and i think a lot of women don't think about that no right you know and, and it's good that you do like with david i i would love for david to go four days a week yeah because you know i'm like I want David to be living yeah. and thriving, right. you know, that type thing. I don't need him for the money. I need him for, as a husband and a father. Exactly. And so I look at that. Mm-hmm. So when so once your daughters got older and you were, the business was thriving and you and Chris uh, were living the best life ever, yeah. what, do you set goals now every year yeah every year i try and and you pass it on better you know and and it's a struggle sometimes it's you know it's funny because you think with my business the easiest part of my business would be signing up schools to get free products right Right. i mean who doesn't want free products right no that's probably my biggest challenge um i have i have sponsors calling me from different states you know i got your name from this person we want these schools They'll give me a list in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, my a lady called me and she'd gotten. Did she just say Arizona? Arizona, yeah. She had gotten <laughs> my name from another person I do work with, and um, she said, "I want fifty schools. We want every single one of them. Whatever they need, you take care of them." Do you know I could only I only signed up three schools out of the fifty, and now and if you really? remember last year, schools in Arizona. The teachers were protesting. They took they took off because they were buying. I mean, they they said they don't yes. have they don't have glue for the classroom. So I, it doesn't make sense to me when you know the district is saying you can't use these products. We're going to buy them. It doesn't make sense to me at all. That makes when no we, sense. When we to have either. somebody that says we want to provide these, it's a you know a family business. We want right. to provide these. Why would you not? Why would you not? It doesn't make sense. So do you? Well, Viewers out there, let me say this. Do you understand what she's talking about? She's talking about even though she's supplying this product and the schools, the sponsors is the one pay for it, okay? Not the schools pay for it. Schools are still bucking it. So don't think that she doesn't have her struggle too in her business to get them to understand it's a blessing. You know, I can't even imagine that. And I'm so passionate because I was on the PT. I did volunteer for so long. And my 
My yes. big passion was, you know, when we did fundraisers, I was always, I want to do it. That was yes. my thing. I want, yes. to, I want to go to these businesses because I believe that businesses should support the school. So yes. I would go in there and just... I mean, it was Rally. a question. You were, I was walking out with something. She's like, I'm going to get you to sponsor something. Yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, now when I go, a lot of times mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, the district might say no. I'll meet with them and I'll, I'll explain to them where I've come from and what I've done and, and how I feel about this. And then they'll either but say why, yes or I mean, no. not getting into your business, mm-hmm. but why would, I mean, what do they say reason why? I mean, I don't understand why you would say no, I don't want this for the school. Yeah, it's it's just a district wide thing that they you know that they'll say no no sponsors can be on the products or and I you know. But then how do they think that? I mean, you've got to have sponsors, or the schools would have to pay for it. Right. Exactly. So I would rather have sponsors. Right. And then that that money that we're saving right. as a school, we can put it so in like we can buy glue. Yeah, <laughs> she said we can buy glue. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, I, almost get the teachers a bonus. There was know. a school in halls, mm-hmm. literally, that there were kids. Um, my title company had told me about it. There was some kids out in one of the hall schools. I'm not going to say which one it was. Right. That after the school of uh, the kids started. Mm-hmm. There were kids out there that did not have products, so they had asked uh, some of the business owners that they do business with, can y'all help us to supply? And it was like glue and yeah. paper. And, yeah. and I'm like, but this exact same school had denied it to be donated a different way. Yeah, And that's what I don't understand. It yeah, it, it's hard. To, it doesn't make sense to but me. But you're punishing the kids. And again, you know, because if you don't, if the businesses did not, the teachers would because no teacher is going to sit there. I know no teacher is going to sit there and say, okay, kids, you know, take out your crayons when little Jimmy doesn't have crayons. She's going to go buy him crayons because that's, and then it takes away from that teacher. And you know, let me say this. Um, a lot of times people give teachers such a hard time, but do you understand when you're, when that teacher is being that giving and going to buy stuff for your child, that's taken away from their family. Yeah. I mean, seriously, think about those things. That's taken away from their family. Don't give those teachers a hard time. Let those teachers, you know, be a blessing to your child. Support those teachers. You know, don't sit and give them, you know, flack for the smallest thing. I hear it all the time, and I'm just like, and so many teachers are getting out of uh, teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Over that because they love the kids, but the parents are awful. Yeah, it's, hard. It's, it's hard for them, I think. And, and you know, they not only are they, you know, they deal with the kids and they deal with a bunch of kids. Right. <laughs> you know, they're dealing with state. The state is over them. They're yes. With the parent, parents. So they've got it coming from all, all angles. And they say um, it, it changes. All the rules does. changes yeah. so often. Right. You know, right. but like with Dana's business, she had to present a full proposal to Knotts County Schools, to Blount County, well, all the different districts. She, they don't just say yes. Yeah. She, ha- she does her homework. She make, breaks down everything to them so she can supply them all the information to get approved. She has to get approved before she can do this. Okay, so it when you say 250 car tags, it really was a lot of work to get there. So, at the end of this, what can you, I need you to give you two things. One, 
What can you tell a stay-at-home mom that's trying to find their way? And what can you tell the viewers as a whole to keep them going with their everyday, with their family? What can what kind of advice can you give to them to say, just keep going? I mean, with the stay-at-home moms, if I feel like if they're having an issue with what we had talked about, just get out, get out and join a group. There's so many groups, especially now with social media. I can't yes. even imagine. Back when I was, you know, when I had kids, we didn't have all of the groups and the social media. So we would go, the, we'd do things at the library and, right. and stuff. But go to the school. Go to your child's school, you know. And right. I know a lot of people right. homeschool, so they have groups. But get out. Get get out a little bit. you got to get out of that and, house. And yeah, and it, and it does. When And then when you come home, I feel like you appreciate being home and your husband yes. appreciates you being home. And, and you appreciate each other. And I think uh -huh. that's really important just to, you know, kind of do your do your own thing every now and then. Yeah, you do know? your own thing, get out, and one more thing to, for the stay-at-home mom. What kind of um, advice can you give them to think about, is it really working for them, for the family? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, if, if he's willing, I mean, if there's no financial problems, you know. Yes, or, no financial, no, but know. mentally, the it's a mental struggle. Yeah. More of a financial struggle. Gotcha. I, again, I would say find find a group that you're comfortable with. Okay. You know, so that way you, you can, you know, have your girl time or have your, you know, your time with your mm -hmm. people that you have stuff in common with. Right. And again, and then you come home and he comes home and you're more refreshed and, yes. you know, you can kind of have Do you, conversations. There you go. That Yeah, yeah conversation, that type thing. Did do you think that the groups that you connect with will give, I guess that self-worth, I guess that's what she's saying is those groups. When you get out of the house, you get that self-worth. So when you do come back home, then you have that moment of, okay, we're, I'm glad to see you. Exactly. And we've got both got something to talk about. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's You've got to find something to talk about outside of what you did at home. Right. Right. That's Absolutely. good. That's good. So. Tell me the last thing about what could you tell the viewers um, overall? What just after it's all said and done? I would just say anything you set your mind to, just don't give up. Honestly, I mean, That's good. because I, I plenty of times it, it was a struggle, and I was you yes. know with printing time and their deadlines, and um, it would have been easy to just say you know. Did you ever have ahead. one one? Bad printing time that you just <laughs> wanted to oh, just girl. totally. She said, "You just don't <laughs> know, probably this year." <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 We've had some. We've had some issues and some stress. You know, very but, stressful. But I'm learning how to deal with it. I, you know, printing. I know printing time is going to be stressful. I know where there are going to be issues, but you know what? I found. I just kind of go. Okay, Lord, <laughs> you know, you brought me here. You're like, right you brought me here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to end it at that, but I would like Dina to tell um, how to contact, if you like, um, how to contact her husband for flooring. And I don't know how, um, how just give some contact information sure. on both businesses. Okay. There you go. Uh, well, my husband's business, um, of course, it's Chris Lockwood Tile and Marble. And that phone number is 865-379-8286. And my business is um, area code 
404-2358. That's my cell phone number. There you go. That's Dana Lockwood uh, with Lockwood Enterprises. And Adrian wants me to ask one more question. What would you say to someone who wants to start their own business? Oh, gosh. I, I, I always tell people, even when I was over at Clayton all the time, I'd be telling people, you know, start your own business. Go out there. You know, um, it, it, it's not as hard as you think. It's not. It's, yeah. It's, it's a little overwhelming. Um, there mm -hmm. is a great um, I think it's the Small Business Association okay. in Knoxville. They were fantastic. They really, I met, I actually met with them. Um, and they're like retired business people that right. kind of volunteer their time and they kind of take you under your wing and, and put you in the right direction. Okay. Um, they really helped me because the tax forms yes. and all of the, I mean, that was the, the hardest thing for me is just the paperwork and making sure that everything is in line for, you know, the business side of things. Going out there and getting business and talking to people right. and talking to schools, I'm all about that. I can do that all day long. But the business part the of it is tax and yes. the forms and all that is is a little overwhelming. So and inventory, have, trying to keep up your inventory, trying yeah. to keep up, you know, knowing organized. what you have yeah. and yeah, and being organized Absolutely. that type thing. But, so the advice I would give is uh, on that. You know, I always say pray and say, Absolutely. "Am I am I entrepreneur?" Yeah, I mean, because it sounds great, but being an entrepreneur is hard. Uh, so I'd pray, and then I would try my best to figure out what business and start even if you've got three different business ideas start with one yeah. once you perfect that then go to the next one don't try to do all three at one time because that's when people fail yeah can, you agree i can't even imagine that would be very overwhelming yeah but yeah. a lot of people do that they'll have several different ideas yeah. so they'll try to do all of it at one time right. and that's where you tank yourself guys thank y'all so much Dana, thank you for coming thank in. Thank you for having me. Know that you can do all things with God on your side. This is Yvonka Landis. I've been talking Tennessee with Yvonka every Thursday. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the First Family of Real Estate. And check us out on the web, www.YavankaSalesRealEstate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.